today. So for those of you who follow the Creativity Cocktail and Rise to the Charity, you'll still be able to see it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, all the good places. And at the same time, those who are uh, access to video, you'll be able to see it on YouTube and Vimeo. So Rhonda, again, welcome. Tell the audience a little bit about you. Oh, wow. That's a loaded question. Where do I start? I'm just a girl from the Bronx. <laughs> I'm just a girl from the Bronx that God showed favor. You know, um, I am a serial entrepreneur, lover, lover, lover of people, um, a philanthropist at heart. Um, gosh. And just a giver, because I believe you don't give to receive, but if you give, inevitably you receive. Right. And I am, I have received so many blessings um, as far as life, opportunities, people that God has placed in my life. And I'm just a servant. That's who I am at the core. Everything else is extra. Yeah, I'm an influencer. Yeah, I'm a socialite. Blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the bottom line is I'm a servant. Wow. I am I am a servant. Um and and that's 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 the bottom line. Wow. So, mm-hmm. That's I, the core of who I am. So um I didn't know you were gonna bring the Bronx part into it, but years when I was young <laughs> And Rhonda and I are cousins, for those of you who didn't know that. Um, so, no, we're brothers. That's right. We're, You're my brother. That's right. Or, or sisters or well, I don't know how to make that work. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. And so I, I used to tell... <laughs> this, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I, used to, I used to tell this story that back then, and this will definitely indicate for those of you out there my, my ages, I used to... Um, I used to go to see Rhonda and her mom, and I lived in Long Island, and they lived in the Bronx. And I must have been about eight, nine, ten years old or so. And what I would do is I would just go and take the bus and the train from Long Island to the Bronx. And even back then, people were looking at me crazy because I was like, what's this eight, nine-year-old doing on the train by himself? And and I think I told this story a couple of times. So I know you've heard it, Rhonda. But you know what? I didn't have any fear because I was going to <clears> see <throat> Rhonda and my Aunt Ruby. So people would look at me like, yo, don't mess with that nine-year-old. <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> he's on a mission. <laughs> he's on a mission. Well, I don't know where he's going, but he's on a mission. And you, you know when you have that moment in life where you just your purpose is so clear and you know you don't have any fear because you know where you're going? Mm, wow, yeah. that's an amazing analogy. And and that's what you and, and Aunt Ruby and our whole family have done. You know, some of people are familiar with our family story where our family came from Jamaica and we've all done amazing things here. And um, in order to not just help ourselves, but to help people in, in, broad, in, a, in a broader sense. It's just been a great story. And I know that Aunt Ruby and my mom and dad and all of that, they're all proud of all the things that we've done. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Yeah, and I'm 100% proud of you. Every time I need to find out what to do 
or where to go. I'm like, I need a venue. I need somebody who does this, who does, who can do this here or there. I call Rhonda first. I call Rhonda first. So amazing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm even more so proud of you. Look at this platform that you've created. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And so let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about creativity. <clears throat> let's talk about it from okay. your view. And I'm going to ask you kind of a different question than I typically ask of a guest. I want to ask you about how do you view creativity in Atlanta? So you probably see different different venues or different types of creativity, whether it's people talking about film or theater or art. Or whatever it might be, um, I'd like you to get your view on, on our city because you and I have lived here probably around the same amount of time. What's the good, the bad, and the not so good in Atlanta? Um, I think creativity in Atlanta is just that. Um, there's no box. There's no beginning and there's no end to create creativity in Atlanta. We have... Um, you know, we have arts, we have actors and like yourself, we have music, you know, like we're a huge melting pot. Um, everything that's that Tyler Perry is doing as well here. Um, I think it's it's great because it's a great opportunity for our city, but not just for our city, but for our people to our people to come and know that they're going to be respected and they're going to be valued. And I'm not in that space, but prayerfully, they're going to be paid what they're worth. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's amazing. I think you can come here and you can create your own lane and people will be open to receiving that. Um, the bad, I don't, I don't think that there's, I don't think there's anything bad. I think it's, I think it's all good right now. If I had to say something that, <clears throat> I just want to, I, I would just hope that everyone, um, you know, don't take for granted what you have, right? Because if you do, then you will have it no more. Right. Because there's always someone out there looking in saying, okay, they're just waiting for you to slip. Because if you slip, you slide right out the door, right? Exactly. And opportunities, they're never missed. They're simply passed on to someone else. So make sure that you carpe diem, which I actually have tattooed on my foot. I'll spare the audience and not show you because I haven't had a manicure in three weeks. <laughs> I mean, a pedicure in three weeks. <laughs> but carpe diem, right. seize the day, seize the moment. Because if you don't, there's someone else who's waiting patiently to take advantage of that. You know, and that is amazing. And as we talk right now, we are going through the pandemic. So our hope is that by the time this goes out to the world, that the pandemic is over. But it's 50-50 whether that'll be the case. And with the pandemic, and we know that that means a lot of people are sick and are suffering and those kind of things. It is also an opportunity for us to create new possibilities. Right? Creative people. Yes. You know, yes. Yes. This is when ideas, those million dollar ideas are, are, are made or right now. That's right. We have nothing but time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's sometimes we'll see a new uh, product or, or, or an idea or something. We say, God, I thought about that. Or why didn't I think about that? And you probably did. 
but you just assume that it's already out there. Or it could be something that's similar, but your twist on it could take it to the next level. So one thing I'm doing during this pandemic, and I know this is not what it's about, but I think it's relevant, is just I'm not a big journaler, which I wish I was, but when I think of something, I'm jotting it down because I'm uh, because I have uh, this extra time, I guess I can really, really hone in on my thoughts and and not dismiss it to say, oh, I got to take this call or I'm running to an appointment. If a thought comes in my mind, I'm like, let me just write it down so I don't forget. That's awesome. I tell you, I Mm -hmm. am a journalist, a journaler, and I've been journaling for about (laughs) 20 years. And um, one of the things I found that's helpful for me is that it just really helps me to, like all the ideals that are running around in my head, it drives me nuts. Like if I don't have a place to put them, <laughs> like, cause you know, and I think uh, I was mentioning this on some of our other broadcasts, but you get ideals at some of the, at some of the places you don't anticipate them. I always get them when I'm going for a walk, right? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I'll, I'll admit, I'll be very open with the audience. Sometimes I'm getting when I'm taking a shower. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. This is oh, you time. said, shh. I thought you were going the other direction. Thank you. Shower. See, I just, Taking I was, a shower. I was just being very dramatic <laughs> with my shh. <laughs> no. I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> I'm glad it was shower. <laughs> you know, I have a real propensity to be dramatic at, at certain points. And so I, it, it comes at all kinds of times, you know, when I when I attempt to work out, all of these moments is when an idea comes out and you've got to find a way to capture it. I'm actually creating a new podcast yeah. on top of the Creativity Cocktail podcast, which is called The Creativityist. And it's about how do you take tools like journaling and like electronic and technology tools and how do you become more effective with your creativity? Specifically, how do you do it? Um, so the creativity is that should be out sometime in the summer. So I'm pretty excited about that. You have a quizzical look nice. on your face like, what is that? Is, is that a curiosity look or, or is it like, I, it's, what the it's heck like, is that? It sounds, it sounds good. I mean... Anything you touch turns to gold, so I'm not worried about it. I'm just excited about it. Oh, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And so, like, when you are ready to create, like, you've written, you're a published author, right? You've been in a few books and those kind of things. Um, how, mm-hmm. do you, how do you mentally get yourself in the right mindset or frame of mind to be creative? Do you just go for it, or is there some process that happens to get there? It's interesting you say that because I've never given it thought. Um, I, you know, I write blogs too sometimes, which you may or may not know, and um, for some companies because my career is a realtor. So I write blogs for a. Um, oh, you've known because you look, you've read some of them for yes. Cummings yes, um, yeah. Home Generators. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and honestly. <laughs> It's like down to the wire. I'll think about it, think about it, think about it. In light, in general, I overthink everything. People don't believe me when I say that. I overthink everything. Wow. Maybe it's because of my career. Hmm. When I'm going into a transaction, I think about the end, the different ways that it can end, good, bad, and indifferent. And that's kind of how I approach every situation, which 
isn't always good. Um, so I tend to overthink things, but when I'm, when I have to write and they say, okay, Rhonda, the deadline is tomorrow at five. And I think, well, shoot, it's already, you know, six o'clock. I probably should get started. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's just amazing (laughs) when you, when, when, and I, and, and sometimes if I don't know what to write about, I just say, okay, I just need a starting point. Just like decorating, decorating is a hobby for me and I just look like if I'm like I'm gonna redo my guest room so I'm online now I just need some place to start it can be a picture it can be a lamp but you do do a process one blog I wrote it sounds like you Mm -hmm. have a process though that you go through even if it's a mental process as far as formulating the ideas yeah okay and how you're going to get to where you need to be it's it's something something has to speak to me um, like the, when the, the one blog I did was for the, um, I did about the, um, the eclipse. I didn't know that, you know, it just happened. The eclipse came and I was like, oh, this is perfect to write about the need for generators for the eclipse. It's like something just happens and I take that and then I build around that. So that's about as creative as I get. <laughs> really? I don't know. You know, I've known you for a long time and I know you're, You've been involved in lots of events and you've helped to put on several events all throughout the city. And those things have been fantastic. So I know that there's creativity on different levels that exist within you. Yeah. You're, you're right. I am, um, I am always down for a good time, a good party. Um, I, (laughs) it's funny you say that because I will create a game just like that. Like I love to entertain and if I have people over, I'll just create a game just like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's a gift, maybe. Yeah. Thank well, you, Lord. Well, your your <laughs> your new your annual New Year's Day um, event had one of the most inventive karaoke things I've ever been involved in. You, you I've tried to do karaoke in my house, and people just say, ah, I can't, I can't sing. But yours really was good. It really even allowed someone who's a horrible singer like myself to get involved and get, down, <laughs> get into it. So I thought it was great. That was super creative. I think it was to the point where I've heard other people say that they've used that idea that you had and the way you formulated it. It, it looks like it took a lot of mental work to figure out how to do that. No, it's just, and that's the thing. It just, it just comes to me. And I, when I, I guess I say I overthink things, but then maybe some things I don't things that are fun when it comes to making people feel good and sharing. Um, I think that comes easy. That's, that's natural. You know, what can I do to make you laugh, to make you feel better about yourself? Those things, they just, it's just fluid. It just, it just, you know, just flows. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I think you mentioned that you, your, um, your profession is a realtor. And it sounds like when you're when you got a client and they're looking for a home, you're helping them to create a vision. It's like a collaborative creation. I don't know. I could be going too far, but it, yes. But it seems like someone says, "I want a house that has all of this," and I, I, I would imagine you get some kind of endorphins released or dopamine when they finally find that house that's like what they were imagining, and and all of a sudden it clicks for them to whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And it's. 
It is. And it's exciting because a lot of time people don't really know what they want. But I've learned over 20 years being in this business to be a really good listener and not listen to what people don't say more so than what they do say. And then when you put the two together, then you hit the jackpot. Wow. So I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. And, and I know you've done real estate for a long time. How did you ever, how did you get into it? What started you? Wow. So, <clears throat> you know, I moved here with, uh, my daughter was really young at the time, Kiana. And she was not a morning person like her mother. She came by it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and we were late almost every day for school. I would get speeding tickets, you know, and then I was I was working multiple jobs. I talked about this in one of my books. I was working multiple jobs, and I um, I was missing things. Like growing up, my parents went to work. They weren't leaving work to come to school to see me sing or do anything like that. Yeah. But it, I understood that. But I wanted it to be different, right? I wanted to be that parent that was able to. Um, go to the, the, you know, have lunch during the day and go to the assembly or whatever it was. And I just made a decision, you know, like what can give me flexibility? I I was an investor and I had a friend who, um, who was licensed and she was my agent. And um, we just had a conversation and I said, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. And I went to church. So I got, so I got my license like on a Thursday and I went to church that Sunday and you know, in church, you kind of sit in the same section, the same pew, you know, you got your same Same spot, right? right? Your same friends. So so I said to my friend, I said, Hey, you want to buy a house? And she says, I can't buy a house. I said, well, I just got my license. Let's try. Right? <laughs> so a, we tried. What a cool first client. God is my witness. <laughs> and I said, well, let's try. So I hooked her up with the lender. Anyway, we tried. She got approved. And um, it was hilarious, the whole process. You know, she was so gracious because she knew she was my first client. And I think she was just so excited because she didn't think that she was able to purchase <laughs> And, um, and she's still in that house to this day, 20 years later. Really? And so it just, it just happened. And that's how a lot of things happen in my life. I just say, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You know, failure is not an option. I don't look at it as failure. It's a learning experience. If it doesn't work out, then I'll just try something else. That's right. Right. That, that, that is, so, the, um, that, that is definitely, so the, I, yeah, that is definitely the way I live too. Just. Just got to do it. I can't tell you the amount of times that I fail and I don't really know because they just are things that I just learned and I just kept going. Right. It's like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah. Next. Yeah. And it <laughs> it's gets, not failure at it, all. It gets to a point sometimes that when you and I probably both experienced that when you get in a room with people and like someone's got an idea, like, let's go ahead and try to do something. And then people will say stuff like, yeah, I don't think we can do it. Or I don't think that that's realistic. Or yeah. we we want to try to boil the ocean, and they'll try to do all these mm-hmm. things, and next thing you know, the whole thing falls apart. And generally, right. generally from there, and I, I don't know if this is a character flaw or a character strength, is that 
if I think it's a good idea, I'm going to try it anyway. Even if it's just me mm-hmm. or somebody else. And if it fails, you won't know about it. But all, I know, all, it, all it will do is inform me about how to make the next thing bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's just, sometimes it's just so interesting that we live in a life and we live in, for, for whatever the issues are with the United States of America, at least you can get up tomorrow and say, you know, I don't want to do something different. And so if, yeah. so if you can, why don't you try to do it? Why are you waiting for stuff? You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to be super educated. You don't need to be super rich. You just need to say, just have determination and say, I'm going to do something tomorrow. And right. just, and not saying you're going to, but in the history of the earth, way back when, when you used to get up in the morning, 300 years ago, your life was already predetermined what you want to do. Yep. You knew exactly who was the boss of you and what you were going to do right. for the day. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That's not the case these days. So you got lots of people that you know, obviously. Um, you know so many people. Who are some of the people now? Because if I ask this question, you, you could probably tell me 30 people. Who are some of the people lately who have given you inspiration in your life? Who are some of those people? <laughs> wow. Oh, just so you guys know, he did not prepare me for these questions. That's um, what makes it great. <laughs> just go ahead and just go for it. <laughs> the, the people now, the people now, um, aside from you, which is a given. Um, Thank you. I'm going to make, I'm going to really make it really, really, really basic. Not even talking about, Michelle Obama, how she supported her husband, even though she was like, I'm not really feeling this, but if this is what you want to do, I got you, right? We're not going to talk about her. We're not going to talk about Oprah, who they were like, oh, no, you're this and you're that and the other. You can't do it. And now she's like, excuse me, hello, look at me. I am the most loved, powerful person in the world. I'm not going to talk about Oprah, you know? Um... I'm not going to talk about, <laughs> you think it's you crack up. I'm, I'm not, <clears throat> well, I could go on and on, but I'm going to, I'm going to take it down to like my circle, like my friend Shanti, who we just talked about, who turned her shame into a friggin' movement yeah. called silence to shame, who was embarrassed about sharing her challenges with mental health and her dad taking his life. Okay. That's, that's my friend, and that's someone right here that we can touch and feel and we can truly relate to, okay? She, she, before you Let's go further, about... I just want to tell mm-hmm. you, she is so inspirational. One of these days, I hope to have her on the podcast because you and her and so many people are the reason why we do this. You know, I've had a chance mm-hmm. to be to do some of the walks and some of those things that she's done. She, you're right about a movement. Yeah, I hear what she's doing now go way beyond what she started. You hear it on news broadcasts. You hear it so many places. Mm -hmm. She has just done such a phenomenal job in regards to making sure that people know that mental health is such an important thing for all of us. And with this this pandemic, I am a thousand percent sure that most of us or a lot of us are going to have some mental anxiety and or challenges that come out of this at some point. Oh, absolutely. 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 But that is... Those are the, the, the unsung heroes, you know what I mean? 
And she was ashamed and embarrassed. And she said, you know what? I cannot, I can no longer live in shame and created a movement. Um, speaking of pandemic, what's going on right now? D nice. Oh, yeah. I love D nice have been a fan and, and, and follower of D nice for many, many years, but he, you remember I talked about opportunities are never missed. They're simply passed on to someone else. That's right. He, he saw an opportunity. He was just doing what he loves. He was giving back. He was just doing what he loves. And, 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 and look, he's created, look what happened. He's created possibilities, not just for himself, but sometimes on some of his shows, he's now having other people who are doing great things in the community, like jump in and talk about what's going on with them. That is so amazing. It, it really is. Other DJs. Yeah. Other DJs. I was listening to my my uh, my friend, One Sound Entertainment, Mark Battle, before we got on this call. You know, giving other DJs the opportunity, giving them, exposing them, rather, to that platform that they, they had but didn't really know what they had. Right. And, and pin in their cash app so that they can make money too while they're doing this, you know? Um, my good friend, Alicia, who's an amazing graphic artist, who said, you know what? I've been working for someone for so long and she still works for them, but she's created her own line. Um, oh God, I forgot what it's called. But anyway, um, of, of, of greeting cards and, and clothing and things like that. Like those are those are the people that inspire me, uh-huh. that make me say, you know what, Rhonda, you you're just a girl from the Bronx, but God has blessed you. He has placed you um, in in in, in uh, groups. He's 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 introduced you to people. He has placed you in situations and scenarios that you can't pay to be in. Right. Right. You have relationships with people that I don't. I don't even know how those relationships how how they happened, but they happen and they're solid. And um, so those and I can go on and on and on and on. But those are the type of people that truly, truly inspire me because I can truly watch their pattern and know that they are sincere. Right. And they are yes. they are doing it selflessly. But again, when you give, you you inevitably receive if you have a good heart. Yes, that is wonderful. I believe that 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 the universe, this currency that exists in everything that we do, every conversation that we have, mm-hmm. every moment of service or love that we give to somebody, it's like it's it's money. It's the same thing like money, but we just can't see it. And the more of that you deposit, right. the more it creates. And so those are Absolutely. Yeah. You're about to get me shouting in here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you play this on a Sunday. That's right. That's Hallelujah. right. Uh, yes. I'm gonna make a little background music with my music <laughs> things there that exist. So <laughs> So there's lots of ways that people well, should it how can someone who says, Rhonda is so amazing. I need to know more about her. I need to reach out or find a way to connect with her. What are some ways that people can do that? They can call me, which is the best way. I'm old school. I answer all of my calls. If I miss a call, it's because I'm probably in the shower. (laughs) 
<laughs> people can always call me uh, at my number. Should I say my number? <laughs> sure, sure, I can put it in the show notes either way. People can always call me, 770-912-8838. Just say that you know Winston. If you know Winston, you know me. We're family. It's all good. Um, if you want to talk, you want to laugh, you want to cry, you want to, you know, throw um, some ideas around. I love it because Winston and I, we can be having lunch and we can curate a whole event within 30 minutes from beginning to end. There's like, no we want this type of venue. <laughs> These are the type of people we're inviting. This is this, 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 and this. And so we can do that. Bam. That's like that. <laughs> right. Um, you can reach me uh, on social media which is not the best way. Um, Rhonda Morgan, you can put in my number or email me, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, at realtorpremier.com. Wow. But my social media is at the Morgan Home Team on Instagram. Um, I just learned, don't tell anybody, not too long ago, I just learned how to, that, you know, check messages and stuff. So I didn't really check know what, what all of that was. What do you mean check messages? <laughs> what do you mean by that? You know, like you have the icon and I'm like, oh. I don't communicate like this. Can oh, you, you mean, call you mean, me or text me? You mean the little red thing that's on your social media <laughs> yeah, app? Yeah, <laughs> There's this red dot now that I can't get rid of. I don't know. I got to call one of my millennials <laughs> or you. <laughs> I tell you, once you get that red dot, dude, that red dot's going to be there. Well, you specifically, that red dot's going to be there for a while. People are going to be, what you call it, sliding into DMs and all that kind of sliding stuff. Sliding into DMs. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of that going on. So. Yeah, but that's fine. Call me. And that's the best way to reach me. That is awesome. It's been, like you said, we could literally, and this, this won't be the last podcast that we'll have. This will be like part one of our conversations mm-hmm. with Rhonda. So we're going to have a series of conversations just like this. There's no doubt about it. I think that will be... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I got a lot to talk about. Yes. <laughs> so someone is saying to themselves right now, I want to have a... I don't want, I don't want to wait for the phone call. I don't want to call Rhonda right now. You know, I don't want to call her. I want to have a conversation with her now. So I'm not in the scene anymore. It's you and that person. That person calls you up and says, Rhonda, I'm struggling. I was a creative person, or I am a creative person, but I'm just struggling with my voice. I don't know how to find it. I don't know how to share it. And I'm going through sadness of some kind. So you're having this conversation with this person one-on-one, and they say, Rhonda, can you give me some thoughts and or some guidance? What are you telling that person? So, so I understand the question. They are a creative, they are just, they're, they don't know how to share it with the world or is that what you're, is that the question? Yeah. Or they may have, or they may have in the past and and they've been inhibited by something that says, Hey, I can no longer be creative or whatever it might be. Might be the world, might be their own personal demons, whatever it might be is having an effect on them. Right. Well, I would say, um, one, just do it. Don't don't quit because of other people. I mean, it's amazing. Um, there's this saying, and you can help me with this because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up. 
but we're always worried about like you can't please all of the people all of the time. That's right. In essence. That's right. Yeah. Right. And so um, I would say first focus on on you and, and what brings you peace and joy. And if that's your happy place, then focus on that and stay there. Right. And if that if it's not that simple, then you should seek help. Talk to someone. There are so many therapists out there. They even have therapists online. There's this one called, I think, Maven, um, where they have therapists online. If you can't go in or you don't want to go in, they even have hotlines. Yeah. Um, we, so we, just, just. Yeah, we, we I'm had, sorry. We had on the podcast uh, Tamina Ward, who has a an app and a website called Black Therapy Love, where she has uh, therapists from all over the country. Um, ready and available for people oh, I love that. who are interested in it. It's just an amazing thing. And you can just pull up the app or go on the website and you can just find a therapist in your locale, which is great. That is great. And I say, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to not be okay. I say that so often because we are all human. We're all made of flesh. This is flesh and bones. Okay. We're all human. So it's okay to not be okay. You just can't stay there. Right. Right. So, uh, so, so you're there and you're like, okay, you know what? This isn't working out for me. Okay. You're there for a minute. Now, guess what? Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. And at that point, if you're like, I just can't do it, then you call me and I will help you. I will connect you. Um, I'm not a therapist. So I can't say that I'll advise you, but I will connect you. I will get you to talk to the right, the right people. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's been so awesome to have you. For those of you who are out there, we're hoping that you have listened to the, the things that Rhonda has shared. Rhonda, we will be combining yourself and all the people who've been a participant on our podcast by the end of the year and creating an audio book with snippets of all of these fantastic things that you've shared and others have shared. So, oh. we, so we are hopeful that you nice. will, you'll be okay with that because it'll be a great way for yes. it'll be a great way for people to help to fund our cause and our cause is really about helping creatives find where they need to find. Um, so we hope that that continues. So it's been so amazing to have you. I am so looking forward to all the things that you're doing. You know, I got your back on everything. It's just, it's just <laughs> you know, we've known each other since we've been little kids. Um, yes. And, and you have helped me to get to this point, And I thank you so much for that. Um, I really do. Uh, those of you who are out there. Um, the thank audience, you. Oh, you're welcome. The audience is all over the world. We have people from Australia and from Asia and from other places that listen to the Creativity Cocktail. God has given you the ability to be creative. That's it. Point blank. Don't let someone tell you that you're not. Don't let someone try to put you in a box and says, hey, you can or cannot be this and the world has put this around you. At this point in history, you have the ability to be more than you ever can be. So that means you can really think about what it is that I need to create. You can create an app. You can write a story. You can be an actor. You can do a speech. Whatever it is. You can create a building. Whatever it is, you can do this. And so 
that is what the focus is of the Creativity Cocktail, powered by Rising Tide Charity. Rhonda, you're awesome. Thank you for joining us today. It's been amazing to have you. It's been amazing to have you. Everyone that's out there, this is Winston, and we are out. Take care. Love you. Thank you.